Welcome to Well Played Podcast, a show on all things playful and joyous in education. I'm your host, Michael Matera, sixth grade teacher, author, speaker, and co-founder of EMC2 Learning, the greatest community of educators around. So excited to be able to journey with those educators on emc2learning.com's platform. We are running a back-to-school sale, so definitely go over there and check out emc2learning.com. I promise you, it is good stuff. Uh, If you want to, you could also pick up the Creative Core level, and that is where you're going to get access to all sorts of coaching. And I got to say, that's really, if you ask me, where the magic happens, to be able to sort of meet with other educators, talk through ideas, learn new concepts, be kind of held accountable a little bit. That is where true change happens. Coaching is such a valuable piece. So definitely check that out if you haven't done so already. In today's episode, we are talking about getting started right. And I thought I'd sure to share some of the things I've done in the past, some of the things I plan to do this year. And hopefully get your back to school started off just right. And maybe, just maybe, a little different. Uh, Most of the things I'm going to be talking about, you do not need a membership to EMC24. Again, this is just good ideas put out there from my classroom to your classroom. Hopefully you find it helpful. Uh, Some of these things you'd find sort of in a more polished version on EMC2 with nice directions and all these other things for you as well as the students. But... Uh, let's just let's just dive right in. I think huge, right? I think big. I think I want to I want to accomplish some big things with these kids this year. And to do so, I gotta like start focusing right away, day one, on the relationship. And relationships, I think we know they're they're the the royalty of of our classrooms. We we need to make sure that that is taken care of and taken care of right. So right from day one, I start with some team building. I get them already understanding my big year-long game a little bit, tell them they're on the nobles, tell them which house they're in, and then boom, immediately get them into some sort of activity. And typically that activity is some sort of team building challenge. Uh, I have a couple here that I'm I'm actually just two that I'm going to talk about that I have used for years and have absolutely loved how they work. Uh, First one called Helium Stick. Absolutely love it. That is a resource that we sort of put together and made look all pretty and nice on the MC2 for you. But uh, basic requirements here. Kids have to have, uh, you get this really long stick, right? So I use tent poles. So I connect them all together and lay it on my floor. And I kind of tell them, all right, guys, this this is an important challenge in which you have to work together. And I actually am going to step out kind of of the role here. I need you guys to see, you know, to work through this problem together. However, when I tell them to sort of stop, I need you to put the pole down and stop and get in what I call the ready position. And that means basically eyes on me so that we can kind of get through that next set of directions or the next question or whatever. But other than that, I'm going to step to the side and let you guys kind of figure this out. Here are the rules to helium stick. Everybody needs to have, uh, I guess four fingers. And I, I don't know how to describe this on a podcast. I have sort of my pointer finger and my middle finger connected together, kind of like the Disney sort of how they point to things, right? That double finger on both 
of my hands and I would be laying those sort of flat so my other fingers are pointed up in the air, if you will, sort of. And the pole then rests on those fingers, on both, on all four of those fingers, and then times all my students. And I'm at the sort of like middle point, right? I got half of my students on one side, half my students on the other, and then the pole's in the middle, and then I am in the middle uh, at the end, and I'm actually kind of holding the pole down a little bit. I'm pushing down as these kids are lining up and getting their fingers on it, da 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 And then when I say like, all right, the goal of this, I would have already explained this, but the goal is to just lower this pole to the ground with never letting your hands leave the pole. And again, you can't curl your fingers. If I see any of that happen, I'm going to call stop and you guys literally drop the pole and get in the ready position and we process this together a little bit. Okay, so then I let go when I say like, all right, one, two, three, go. I let go of the pole inevitably rises up. That is why the thing is called helium stick. It's amazing. It's so awesome to watch. I love seeing the kids have to sort of process this and figure out why it's doing what it's doing. And so definitely think about doing this activity. It's so awesome. And inevitably they can't do it the first turn because like, it just it just rises up. So and when it rises up, typically like people weren't expecting that. So then some fingers are not touching it, and you yell stop, and then drops to the floor, ready position. They look at you. If they don't, this is a great time to assert that that needs to happen, and then also tell them why that needs to happen. Guys, I need you to get in that ready position because we got other things to do today, other challenges to sort of get through, and uh, you know this. This is just an expectation we have in this classroom. It's something that I believe you guys can live up to, right? So, all right, now everybody's eyes on me. All right, guys, what just happened there, right? And then all of a sudden people are starting to blame, well, the people on that end just started throwing in the air, and it's like, no, no, they, they didn't. But you let them kind of get mad at each other, a little frustration, and you kind of stop for a moment and say, all right, what strategy will we have on our second attempt you guys want a second attempt right and they they're like yeah we want to say oh come on please yes all right cool we're gonna do a second attempt what's gonna be our strategy all right this time the people on that need to not chuck it up in the air what that we didn't chuck it up in the air and they they get back to a little fight there and you kind of somebody eventually says why don't we try to and then they fill in with some sort of strategy and you're like all right guys i hear jeremy sort of say that let's try this strategy you guys ready okay cool and same thing, they pick it up, you're kind of holding it down, so everybody kind of get locked into position without it going up, and then you let go, and it goes up. Time and time again, tell them to stop, tell them to drop it whenever they're sort of breaking the rules too much. Again, eyes on you, ask them some more processing questions, and eventually they land on kind of the right answer. I'm doing air quotes here for right answer. They have to... Uh, kind of realize they have to move in unison and they have to almost disbelieve what's happening in front of them and just trust the fact that like it's not going up don't move your arms only move down but you have to kind of move down in unison or else people aren't touching it so you can't just quickly drop uh and so typically they have somebody that kind of calls out like one two three drop one two three drop eventually they kind of say like why why count to three just say like one drop one drop one drop and everyone sort of strategizes what a drop is about a foot about a foot about a foot and boom you give them three four or five more chances and they'll get this thing done in like a matter of one and a half two seconds 
and it's such a sense of accomplishment. And they realized throughout this that it was a great lesson on perspective, right? It felt really good to sort of blame it on that far end. But the reality is the far end wasn't doing anything wrong. And sometimes the the close end is going to be the one that does it. And they start to realize like, wow, we are in this together. We're operating together. And this is a great time to reinforce your idea of that ready position and kind of say, guys, just like I tell you about the ready position, like we are all in this together. Your little situations affect the big situation. So when you're not paying attention and I have to give the rules over again, or we have to slow down to answer another question that we, we kind of already addressed maybe two, three times, it means the whole class got through less things. And I promise to bring you kind of the best class I can bring you this year, but I need you to bring your best version of yourself, right? So, ooh, great time to sort of solidify those concepts and kind of really point out why that ready position is going to be important in your class. All right. The second team building, I just kind of listed here as floors, lava, kind of. Uh, I take my whole class outside because they don't expect it, right? So maybe this is the second day of class. We all go outside, boom, and I take them to kind of this jungle gym, and our jungle gym is surrounded by grass. And then eventually when you get to the jungle gym portion, it's got those, those kind of like wood chips, right? And we have like a border around it. And I sort of tell kids like start on the border. And we're going to play like the wood chips are lava. And so is the grass really. You've got to basically stay on this border. And now if you just picture a giant rectangle, I tell them they can't use the the short sides to like walk around this thing, right? Like they can stand on this side, the long side, and they need to get to the other long side, but you can't use the short sides to get there. They have to use the jungle gym equipment. Now I give, and the way my setup is, they're going to need to cheat a little bit. And so I give them what I call three pillars. Three pillars are people that can kind of jump into the lava and they're not allowed to move. And if you're touching their hand, you're safe, right? So these guys can act as bridges, but where do you put your bridges? And the bridges can't move when they're in there. So wherever they jump to, they have to be close enough to be able to get out of the lava without like another step, right? So using those pillars wisely, right? They jump in, they like basically bridge over a bunch of people onto the slide, they walk up the slide, they get the whole class up there, and then sometimes that bridge can't make it. And oh, we gotta start over. They strategize maybe who maybe a different bridge can be, or maybe that person is like, no, I know where to jump this time, right? And they then get everybody over. And then they need to like drop another bridge or two to get the last segment across to the other side but the big scary on the other side is they're jumping to this thin little border that's probably like 10 inches thick and again they have to balance on it because if you go over we lose and we gotta start over it's a great one takes a long time but again it's this togetherness kind of activity that we only win together and then you can kind of re-hit those team uh, those team elements that you that are important that this class is a team right? In my game, each of the classes work together. So, you know, this is the house of Illyria. You guys are all Illyrians working together and this is going to be important and you guys did a great job. Super proud. High fives, right? You can let them sort of celebrate this moment together and it is, it's, I'll admit, it's, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. So that's that experience and one that I think 
I would love for you to sort of build into your class. Now, the the last thing I want to talk to you about in terms of starting your year off right, I used an EMC2 kind of QR break-in template. And QR break-ins are just this awesome way like to build sort of stations, right? And so I have kids that, you know, it's the beginning of the year, they have to get through certain things. And I kind of call it my uh, realm of nobles, like entering the realm of nobles. Like this is kind of almost like a training camp or like how they get in. And there's like a little bit of a welcome script, right? This is for my gamified class, but I kind of want to walk you through some of the things they end up doing because some of it's really practical for me and some of it still falls on this like team building ish side of things. So I have a Google classroom sign up. That's an easy one that they do. And then I do kind of this activity where they have to make a Google slide and they have to kind of show me something that they love about history uh, with one Google slide and they can kind of put one, one-ish sort of words on it and they really need to like focus on like, and then uh, down below they describe why they chose the word and the picture they chose in the sort of note section. Kind of cool. But what that does is it practices them uh, turning things into me sort of a way that I want turned in digitally. Then I have them take the Bartle test. That's another station that they'll end, end up moving through. Again, all of these are happening like by Guild, which are small groups, which we haven't worked on up to this point. We've only been doing that big whole class kind of discussion. Now they're talking about the tables they're sitting at and the people they're with. They're trying to execute these things. So Bartle test is a kind of one of these personality tests about what kind of gamer you are and they have to give me that data and fill that out then there's a purpose-driven learning sheet where it kind of def- tells them about the 10 purpose-driven learning words and they have to kind of tell me what they think are some of their strengths on those and what are some of the challenges or things they want to work on and then i have um like uh, sort of a skill sheet where they have to kind of tell me what they think they're super strong. And I, I list these skills, but they have to use each number once. So I think there's eight skills. So they're going to use the numbers one through eight. Something's going to be your strong number one skill. But even that second thing that you think you're really good at, you have to list it second. And that other thing you have to list it third. And eventually you have to say, this is the thing out of these skills. Even if you're like an A++ student, you have to list kind of like this skill, though, is my weakest skill. I think that's fascinating data to have. Um, they have to come up with a guild name. So that's kind of that team building piece. And then they have to come up to me and I kind of put it into the, the system. Uh, they have to kind of watch a video about how I turn in homework because I do it a little different style. And they actually have to turn in their first bit of homework that way. And again, they're double, triple checking as a guild. Like the whole guild has to have done that and done that right to move forward. And I think that that is awesome because right off the bat, we started with whole class. Then we got them in these guilds, these groups, and they are starting to build uh, support networks right before your eyes. It's fantastic. Uh, Then we have a little sketch note that they have to do about the summer reading. That's also really awesome. I love seeing them have to already think differently. Uh, Then they have a little functional thing. They have to kind of set up a history folder for me. And they have to set that sharing permission so that uh, when they turn things in, I can see it. And then there's this Lego scene they have to build from world, something from world history, something that they know about already. So fun to see them be creative. And these are these stations that they're going to be doing. Probably takes me about three days to get through all of these activities. 
Plus, then you have those team building. I'll probably add another team building too. These are just some of the ones that I've used for years that I kind of want you to know about because I truly want your year to start off super strong, super great. Uh, I want to just take a moment here and say like, I'd love to hear from you about your your class setup, what you do, how you might use these. If you want to have that conversation and you're on Twitter or Instagram, just tag me. I am at Mr. Matera on Twitter and I'm at Mr. Matera EDU on Instagram. And tag me on those. Use the hashtag wellplayedpodcast. I would love to hear from you about those. Now, that's all we have for us and we have to kind of end there uh i am hoping you have a great great kickoff to your year we're going to be doing all sorts of great chats getting people set up i have some wonderful guests lined up for a few for a few coming in the week so definitely can't wait to have them on and have you listen to those all right everybody i hope you have a great day and play on